Welcome to the Disciples Dialogue, where believers celebrate their commonalities, share their testimonies, and edify the body of Christ. Each episode contains healthy conversations between Brother Till and a guest speaker. Thanks for joining the Disciples Dialogue. Welcome back to the Disciples Dialogue, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me again today. It is my honor and my pleasure to introduce uh, several guests today. First of all, I want to say how happy I am to have with me my wife uh, joining me on today's episode. Ashley, welcome to the Disciples Dialogue. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on today. And alongside of my wife and myself, we have two very uh, great guests today, great friends of ours who I am very excited to sit down and talk with today about an important uh, topic of discussion. I want to welcome to the Disciples Dialogue, Thomas and Adrian Johnson. Welcome to the Disciples Dialogue. Thank you so much for having us. We're happy to be here. Yes, thank you. We are uh, pumped. I'm I'm pumped about this episode. I've been very excited. We've been uh, looking forward to recording with you guys for, I think, over a year now. I've had had y'all's names in my phone for over a year looking for this opportunity, and so very excited about this. Happy to be here. I think this is what, only my second or third group session mm-hmm, i think so yeah so not done many not done many and so i am very excited uh today's gonna be great we're gonna talk about something that is uh, not only exciting um but necessary and the topic at hand i think is going to be necessary for anyone and everyone whether no matter what walk of life you're in if you're single married if you're a parent not a parent um young old anybody can apply uh, this topic to your life today. And so the, the topic is boundaries and more specifically healthy boundaries. And so let's not waste any time. I'd like to jump right in and see what you all have to bring to the table. Uh, but Thomas, why don't, why don't you start us out when you think about boundaries or healthy boundaries, what, what comes to your mind? Well, first off, I just want to say thanks brother Till um, for the opportunity and uh, just to be your friend. I'm happy to be your friend, and yeah. I'm happy to know Brother Till. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can say that. <laughs> <laughs> boundaries. Um, I guess when I think about boundaries, I think about, uh, you know, kind of like a line drawn in the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, here, here's the limit. Here's, here's how far hmm, to go in a certain direction. Sure. Um, but boundaries to me can be in so many different ways. Uh you know, boundaries of how far, you know, in your um, natural life that you need to go, things to do naturally, things to do spiritually. Um, there's so many avenues yeah. I think we can go down to oh, yes. so many great things that we can get into here today. Um, I think when I looked it up, um, Mr. Webster defines uh, boundaries as something that points out or shows a limit or an end, a dividing line. So something that indicates or fixes a limit or an extent that you can go. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You always hear the term, know where to draw the line. Sure. Right? The line in the sand. Yeah. So I, I guess let me segue off that a statement that you made, uh, Thomas. And I guess let me direct this question to you, Adrian. Um, Sister Adrian, yeah. I'm sorry. No, Adrian. Uh, are we, are we yeah. formal? Are we, are we formal? formal? <laughs> we're, we're really good friends. Yeah, we're so, really good friends. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you, how should we or how do you define boundaries? So <clears throat> one thing that I've uh, been on a quest, I guess, mm. you know, uh, in, in life, in the 
you know, looking back in maybe five, 10 years, um, being a parent, being a wife um, in ministry, sometimes it's really um, difficult to know what is mine to do mm-hmm. and what exactly. is not mine to do. Oh, that's good. And so just, um, you know, let, if we're thinking about um, different opportunities to take, you know, sometimes we look at a task before us and it's like, okay, you know, I feel like I might have the capacity to do this or, um, you know, I don't know if this is mine to take, but let's, you know, let's go down the road. Let's see, you know, how this pans out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even, you know, just thinking about, um, setting boundaries with our kids and, um, you know, trying to navigate, okay, how do I set healthy boundaries for our children? How do I model this for them Mm -hmm. so that they know that they don't have to take on everything. Exactly. Not everything is theirs yeah. to do. That's good. There are some things that are just mine to do, their dad's to do. And so just wanting to make sure that it is clear, mm-hmm. you know, what belongs to me yeah. and what belongs to someone else. Yeah. And having even just the um, self-awareness to say, yeah. I'm not able to do this right mm-hmm. now. It's not my time. It's not my season. Very important. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. So just to give a little background here, Adrian and I became super close, I guess, 10 years ago is when we, when we first started to get to know each other. Her mom was babysitting Hudson. Um, He's 10. He turned 10 in May. And so that's when our relationship formed. She had a one-year-old at the Mm -hmm. time, I guess, Kandake would have been one. Yeah. She's a year older, almost a year older. Almost a year, maybe like six months, six months, something like that. We are on this parenthood <laughs> journey together <laughs> um, every step of the way. And our, our second children are the same age as well. Yeah, days and apart. So, <laughs> yeah, days, literally days apart. And so we are, we are on this parenthood journey and we have talked about boundaries a lot in the past. She actually bought me a book and I brought it today called Boundaries. Um, there's actually a workbook that goes with it as well. So um, definitely learning like she said, what is ours? What's my responsibility? And and I read a quote in studying for this podcast. You don't know you need a boundary until you need a boundary. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, True. Um, but then learning, learning what boundaries are and the importance of them and knowing all of the different areas of life in which you need them. Absolutely. Um, becomes super important um, the, the more you go. Sure. Adrian, I, I didn't think about this until just now, but I was reminded of something, and I think it's original with you. Uh, if not, oh. you can give credit to someone else. <laughs> but I really like it uh, when you say it. Uh, and I may not, this may not be verbatim, but I think you say something along the lines of, put that down, that's too heavy oh. for you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I hear so, you say that. Explain <laughs> that. So I think it was um, a point in my life where I was kind of at a fork in the road and – um, it's, it's something that, um, I was trying to figure out, you know, okay, do I need to set this boundary and focus on, you know, my family, you know, do I carry on and, you know, kind of try to do both with, you know, work Mm -hmm. and ministry and kids and family and all these things. And so I was just trying to balance all of this. Mm. And, um, I was having a conversation with my sister actually, and 
um, just kind of bouncing some things off of her. She's super smart and just getting her perspective. And she was like, you know, I'm just talking to her and she just pauses and she says, you know what, Adrian, you need to just put that down because it's too heavy. Mm. And I just, wow. I just had to sit with that for a little bit because there are just some things that we tried to pick up mm-hmm. yeah. man, that are, it's not meant for us to carry. Yeah. And so, you know, casting our cares on the Lord because mm-hmm. he cares for yeah. us. Amen. There are some things that are just entirely too heavy for yeah. us to carry. And so that is a boundary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sure when, when we have people bring things to us, when our kids bring things to us yeah. that are just heavy mm-hmm. for them, it's heavy for us because sometimes it's uncharted territory. And so we just need to sometimes just pause and say, okay, is this mine to carry? Mm-hmm. Sure. Or do and, and most of the time, it's something that we need to maybe take, but we need to pass it up. Mm-hmm. You know, give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Yeah. Um, he is the the greatest guide. Um, my mom even talks about the right posture that we're supposed to have. And if you um, can visualize this, you're extending your hands out to someone else and taking something from yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But instead of holding it. <laughs> And trying oh, to do amen. something with it yeah. within your own ability, yeah. just shift it up. Yeah, you know, so you're yeah. reaching out and then reaching up with it. Yeah, and I've just found that that has been so helpful because most of what is handed to us is too heavy for us. It's not mm. meant for us to carry. It's not meant for us to resolve, mm-hmm. and we just need to posture that right to the Lord. Yeah. That's really good, and that comes with with wisdom. Right, that yeah. takes time to figure Absolutely. out. Absolutely, and and so I'm glad, I'm thankful for the older generation Absolutely. who's able to speak into our lives and say, you know, don't don't take something from someone and then hold, try to hold on to yeah. it, mm-hmm. give it up. Yeah, that's so good. That's right. I guess when I when I think about boundaries, um, the first thing that came to my mind, the first thing that I wrote down was the fact that God has no boundaries. He's the only one. Oh. He knows no boundaries. He there, there's no limits with him. Um, we we push the the limits as humans, um, but God has no limits. He has no borders, no thresholds. There's nothing that he can't do outside of op- the obvious, like he can't lie. Right, um, exactly. But there's nothing that he can't do to help us. There's nothing that he won't do uh, to help us. As a matter of fact, um, he stepped down into this world, became a man in For order us. to save us, right? right. So um, he crossed that threshold uh, on, on our behalf, and so... Everything else, though, everything else outside of God has boundaries. Um, there are limitations for us that are set by the laws of nature, um, what have you. Um, but we, we try to push beyond our boundaries way too often. Um, if it's exploration into space or uh, gender change or DNA modification, AI, anything, you can see the, the way of the world in, in which it's going. Um, the, we're pushing boundaries. Exactly. And, and and I think that that's no coincidence that the Bible says that the dimensions of heaven are fixed, but uh, hell hath enlarged itself. The boundaries are ever yeah, true. pushing outward. Yeah. And so we're, we're I think, driving that. Uh, our human nature drives that. We're tr- always trying to do more, go more, carry more. Uh, and, and that's very dangerous. It um, is. And so, uh, Thomas, let me ask you this. What are some differences maybe between 
spiritual boundaries and then the natural boundaries. Of course, you mentioned a boundary almost like a, a line in the sand, a, a physical point that you may not want to cross, a guardrail or something like that. But So what are the differences between spiritual boundaries and, and the natural ones? Well, when I think about both natural and spiritual boundaries, uh, if I can talk here, <laughs> I, I believe that they're all set to basically guard and protect us, mm-hmm. you know, basically define what is ours, like Sister Adrian was talking about, and what is not ours, what we need to give to God, what we need to hold on or what we need to give out. And I guess when I think about it, sometimes I think about in the Bible, in the Old Testament, you had the, the kingdoms that they set up. Let's, let's think about Jerusalem. And Jerusalem, they built the walls around Jerusalem sure. to protect them. And you read inside of there that when the enemy was coming, they would tell people, get in. You know, they bring them into the walls. Mm-hmm. They lock up the gates, and those gates were there to, in the walls to protect them, to, to keep them safe. Um, you know, and I think a lot of times in their natural lives, we look at walls, we look at boundaries, and and we think this is what's stopping us from doing something that we want to do. You know, it, this is here set up to stop us from doing what, you know, we would think is fun or, um, you know, maybe that wall or something's blocking our view of something we love to see. But then when that enemy comes and attacks, we're glad that that wall is there. Right. Sure. That yeah. wall is that, that protection. It's that guardrail for us, um, you know. Think about, you know, maybe when I was younger and, you know, growing, I grew up in this, in the apostolic church, you know, born and raised here. And, you know, maybe some of the things I thought, you know, of that we were told to do and how we're told to live, you know, maybe it was stopping me. Like, I could be having some, look what all the other kids are doing. Look what they're doing, you know. But then when I got older and, you know, I looked back, it's like, well, look at where some of those people are now. You know, where what where their lives took them because they didn't have no boundaries set. Sure. They didn't have anything to protect them. And, mm. you know, I think about the, um, you know, I think old Solomon said, when I was young, now I'm old, but I've, you know, never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. You know, that those boundaries, you mm-hmm. know, it, that protection, that guard that, you know, we set up in our lives, you know, from, I guess that'd be more on the spiritual side, but even on the natural side, yeah. that same way, you know, those exactly. those barriers we could put in our lives to help us out. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Um, so I guess boundaries are not, they're not just there to box you in, I guess is what I'm thinking of. You know, they're not to stop you, but they're to protect you from, you know, the main things the Bible talks about, the lust of the eye, the yeah. lust of flesh, the pride of life. You know, if we put the right boundaries there, we can be protected from those things that, you know, God doesn't expect us to have in our lives. You yeah. know, we, he, he knows we'll live a much better life, even mm-hmm. naturally, mm-hmm. if we keep these certain boundaries in our life. So, Yeah. I'd, I'd like to say something. Uh, it goes exactly with what, I, what my next point was going to be. Um, a lot of people call them rules, mm-hmm. uh, right? Especially in the church realm. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, I'm going there, it's way too many rules. <laughs> rules, rules, rules. Well, if you substitute the word boundary... For rules, for rules exactly. uh, you'll see the importance of exactly what you're talking about. And I heard it said one time that uh, the the rules, quote-unquote rules or boundaries, are not so much to keep us in, but it's to keep hell out. That's right. Uh, and, and, you know, if you look at it like, uh, you know, well, pastor says I can't do this, and so I can't go here, and I can't do this, can't wear that, you're viewing it as rules. But That's if you right. say pastor has set a boundary a guardrail in my life to protect me against what's on the other side 
you know, guardrails keep you from going over the edge. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, that's, that's what I like to think about. Well, exactly what you're saying. If you think about just from the very beginning, Genesis, you know, there's all those trees that they could eat from this beautiful garden. Just mm. stay away from this one tree. The one, yeah. Just the one. You had all this other great stuff to do. But when the devil came in and that serpent, he only pointed out what you can't do. That's right. Oh, yeah. this is a rule. This is what you're not supposed to do. He didn't but point out, but you have all these other great, wonderful, delicious trees. It was sure. like, yeah. yeah, but look what you can't do. Right. Eh, you know, push mm. like you flesh. said, those, those yeah. rules. Yes. Wow. Yeah, rules has a kind of negative connotation. <laughs> it does. It. So, yeah. you know, even when, you know, you're talking to kids and you're telling them, you know, the rules of, you know, <laughs> what you can do, kids will push those oh. bounds. They, they'll say, oh, well, you told us that we could not do this, but I'm not doing exactly that. <laughs> I am going to do just something yeah. that's right just up right, to right up edge. to the oh, edge, man. right yeah. up to that's the right. line. And they're going to test that. And I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, the Bible talks about foolishness being bound up in the heart of a child. So it's, mm. they're, they're all, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're going to seek out to do that. And, and so that's where we as parents have to set those boundaries for them. And I mean, we're even kind of going through something right now with our girls and just trying to, to talk to them about, you know, why we do what we do and explain it to them so they mm-hmm. understand it. But the biggest thing is that, we're also trying to tell them you have to trust that mom and dad mm, know yes. what is best and we're doing the best that we can for you yeah. to protect you, even though it doesn't seem like, you know, it's fair, like it doesn't seem like it is, you know, a good thing right now. Sure. At some point, you're going to be able to to see and understand why we set this thing for you, why we set this boundary mm. for you. True. Yep, and and making sure that we follow the same boundaries that we expect them to follow. And even as leadership in the church, I mean, you guys know, whatever boundaries we set for ourselves, the others that are following us may just do a little (laughs) bit less because maybe they don't feel like they have to do as much. And so it's it's important, I think, that we have really healthy boundaries for the people that are following us. We have to model it so well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was my last Sunday school lesson last week. I was talking about with Paul where he said, you know, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And when you look up that follow, it it means imitate, yeah. you know, imitate what I do. So exactly what you said, you yeah. know, inside the church, if we set those good boundaries, you know, imitate what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know. So setting, if we set our boundaries, like you said, if we're right there near the line. Yeah then other people may cross that line because they think, oh, I'm close enough mm-hmm. to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that, that's really great thought. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm probably getting ahead in my notes that I wrote about this, but being as we're there, I think it's important that we go ahead and talk about it. So you talked about the Garden of Eden um, and, and the fall of man and disobeying God. Um, and then, Ashley, you talked about, Adrian talked about our kids and um, – setting those boundaries for them and then the, how they push it, they come right up against it, do just a little bit less than that to say, I didn't break your rule. Right. right? And that's just how kids are. And I'm guilty of this and, and I'm, I'm asking God to help me with this. But so many times my response to my children is when they say, well, why do I have to do this? Because I said so. Because <laughs> right. But yes. that's not what God did. Yeah. Right. No. If we are unwilling to provide an explanation. Yes. 
Like, why, why do we have these rules? Why do we have these boundaries? Why do you say we can't do this and can't go here? God did that with Adam and Eve. He said, look, right. you can eat of every tree in the, in the garden, every one of them, except for this one. But he didn't just say, because I said so. <laughs> he said, because in the day that you eat of it, yeah. you're surely yes. going to die. Right. He, he told he them the know. why. Yeah. Right. And so I, I fail so many times at that <laughs> as a parent, providing the why yeah. and, and taking time to open up the Bible with my kids and say, look, it's not just a rule. It's not because I'm saying so. It's because God said so. We we want to please Him, and so if God's uh, if God sets a boundary in our life, well, I want to back up a little bit even from that. <laughs> I don't want to come right up against That's it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so setting bounds a little bit further back, and then maybe if God sets a boundary, then our pastor comes in and he says, "Well, you know, God's word says this, but but." I'm I'm going to say for the flock that I'm responsible for, yeah. we don't even go that far. Yeah. That's and right. then the parents maybe back up a little bit more than that. So if you keep doing that, mm-hmm. you're sure to stay away from the edge. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think um, years ago there was, and since we're talking about this now, I think I had it kind of um, later in my notes, but um, there was a message, um, I believe of Scott Graham that preached it at a, a, youth, oh, yes, a youth congress um, early 2000s, and um, where does the mountain begin? Mm. And it was just talking about, um, you know, where God gave Moses the ability to set where the boundaries were sure. and where the mountain actually started. Don't touch the mountain. Don't touch the die. mountain or you're, you'll die. Yeah. And so just thinking about, you know, pastors or people in leadership, when they set boundaries mm-hmm. for the, the, the church, when yeah. they set the boundaries, that... It is not, um, you know, their their pleasure to just restrict you from the <laughs> right. thing that they are asking you to do that lines up with God's word. Um, they're trying to protect you from certain death mm-hmm. if you if you cross it. And not every pastor is going to have the same boundaries, right? Um, right. You know, so you know, our pastor says that you know we aren't to do X, Y, Z, or whatever that might be. And another pastor in another County, another town says, well, you know, for my church, you know, this is the boundary that I've set. Mm -hmm. And it's not for us to say, well, pastor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) look at what they get to do over there. (laughs) Like, you know, I want to be able to to do. Yeah. (laughs) Why can't we do what they're doing over there? And this answer is really simple. It's that's, that's not his church. That's not his flock. Mm -hmm. And you know, the kid, like going back to parenting, I mean, we're, I probably will do this a bunch because we're just here, yeah, but yeah. that's where we are. <laughs> uh, um, you know, mommy, why can't I do this thing that my friends get to do mm-hmm. or somebody else in the church gets to do? Yeah. And it, I'm not their mom. Yeah. Right. I've said that. Jesus yeah. gave you to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is and to your dad and it is yeah. our responsibility to set these boundaries this That's is right. i actually heard uh, a friend of mine um uh, say this to um their kids um this is not what johnson's do mm-hmm. mm. you know just yeah. to kind of give them some you know kind of ownership sure. yeah. mm-hmm. of what it is that we're asking them to do so when we you know sometimes i've t- i've said it to the kids i don't do it often but i'm like you know this is what Johnsons do, or this is what, mm. you know, the Johnsons don't do this. Mm-hmm. Sure. And just to give them some ownership and to, you know, to discuss it with them and make sure that they have an understanding of why we do. And even if they don't have a clear understanding that they just know that 
we're trying our best. Yeah, their, you know. their best interest. Yeah. In, yeah. In, yeah. In, in our heart, in our minds and hearts. Yeah. yeah. You're not, you're not saying this is a no fun zone. Right. right? That's not the goal. <laughs> Zero exactly. fun. Yeah. Stop yeah. having The Johnsons fun. don't have no fun. yes days. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're after. It's about protection. Yeah. Yes. It's about it's longevity. the best life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And Adrian, you mentioned something about, um, you know, trying to be like someone else. That's exactly what happened with the children of Israel. Yeah. You know, give us a king. Everybody else has got a king. We want a king. Yeah. We want one too. And look what they got. Yeah. You got a Saul. And they were warned. Yeah. yeah. They were. This is what will happen. Do you really want this? Uh, so we we should we would be better just to leave it in God's hands and let him be the one who says, I'll give you a king when I think you need a king. Yeah. Uh, but until then... You get profits, you know. <laughs> yeah, you need a profit, you need not a, a king. Right. Uh, so, wow, that's that's very good. Yeah, and I think talking about healthy boundaries too. You know, I think you can have too many boundaries. Sure. And I think you can have not enough boundaries, and there's an injury in both situations, right? Obviously, if you don't have any boundaries, if you don't have any guardrails, think about going down a road. You, <laughs> when you veer off that path, you're going to be injured for sure. But then on the flip side, if you have entirely way too many boundaries, then, you know, that could result in, in rebellion. Yeah. If you don't. So, okay. So if you, if you put a guardrail across an exit ramp, yeah. how can <laughs> then, you stop yeah. to get a rest, right. to, get a, right. to get gas? How can you refuel? Yeah, right. For sure. Well, Absolutely. and even in, in the book, uh, this book called Boundaries, um, you know, they talk about fences. Mm. And, you know, fences have, like, gates they have doors like you know uh the you know our boundaries don't need to be you know rigid and Mm -hmm. just hard lines everywhere but they also don't need to be porous Mm. they don't need to just let every little thing in Mm -hmm. and out and just there's just no control whatsoever but then at the same time you don't want to be want it to be so rigid that nothing comes in Mm. there's nose to everything Mm -hmm. like you are closed there's you know stop signs everywhere do not (laughs) enter everywhere and that's not healthy either so so the old testament tabernacle there there was a process for the the priest to get to the holy of holies uh and and you had to go to the altar of sacrifice you had to go to the brazen labor you had to wash you had to go in the the holy room you do eat the bread they had to do all these things just to get the holy holies but then we see where when jesus laid his life down on the cross the veil rent split into he he created a place where there are no boundaries to get into his presence now but he did not do away with the need for a sacrifice water baptism in jesus name so so you're exactly right there might be a gate or a a fence Mm -hmm. but there's He's going to have a gate as well. So there, you can't have one or the other. There's good, and I like that point, actually, that there is danger in too much of one or the other. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's true. Absolutely. So let me ask somebody, and this is open to anybody who wants to answer. Uh, is it, and this might be a little controversial. Oh, boy. Get ready, <laughs> listeners, get ready. Uh, is it okay, and if so, what's the right way to say no to a request from within the church? When I think about this, last night uh, we had adult Bible study here, youth service, adult Bible study, children's church. Uh, we came, uh, The youth came down, and um, so I got to hear the end of Pastor Bailey's adult Bible study, and it really got me thinking because he was talking about um, not boundaries, but you know, in the process he was mentioning the, the disciples, I think it was in Acts chapter 6, 
how the um, the widows and everybody started complaining. You know, hey, y'all, y'all are neglecting us. Mm. So here are the disciples, the ones who who walked with Jesus. I'm sure they're go getters, they're doers. You know, they they want to do anything and everything. They don't want to be able to have to tell people no. I mean, they were the ones who walked with Jesus, but it came to the point that even they had to say, you know, I, I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. You know, they they had to say, well, you know, not that they had to do more important stuff, but they had been given a mission from God. They needed to do the praying, the the preaching, so they couldn't take all their time to do the other important stuff, taking care of the widows and all that. So they had sure. to find seven people, you know, full of the Holy Ghost, a good report to help wait on the tables, help out the widows and stuff. So, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, that type of question because in a way they had to say no, you know, no, I can't take all of my time to mm. to help you out. And they were members of the church. It's not like these were non-members. These were members of the yeah. church, but they had to say, you know, I, I can't do it all, you know, even being an apostle, you know, one that walked with Jesus sure. himself. I can't do it all. I got to find other people to, you know, I think like Sister Adrian said at the beginning, to to lift it up, to hand it off to, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I believe that's why, you know, Jesus even had 12 disciples. He didn't just come down and grab one. Let me let me take you, Peter, and teach you everything you need to know so when I leave you can take, take care of all of it. Sure. He got 12 to pass it around. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there may be times I have to say no because I, I can't do it all. And if you know me, I, I'm a doer. I love to just yeah. do stuff. I Boots jump involved. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a light bulb that needs to be changed. I don't care. I, yeah. I'll do whatever needs to be done. But there's certain things that you're better off going to Adrian for. Mm. I mean, there's things she can do <laughs> a lot better than I can do. You know, she is, you know. How many things? Exactly what? Tell us. <laughs> well, yeah, tell, us right. yeah. tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Let this be forever recorded yeah. in to, the yeah. interwebs. When it for comes to the to emotional know. side of stuff, I'm sure you're much better. Yeah. She, she, she's got better words of wisdom sometimes than I do. She, she's a good ear for people to uh, to come and talk to. So you know, there there's things, and I believe that's the same way with the church. You know, yeah. there's things. You know, Brother Till. You know, Sister Ashley. There's stuff y'all can do better than what I can do, and I believe that's why it's me and. Adrian talked about this, the body of Christ. The yeah. body, That's absolutely. why there's all of us. Yeah. You know, right. it's not meant to you take care of every single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Our pastor can't do it all. Yeah. True. You know, he, he can't do it all. And that's what um, Pastor Bailey was talking about last night, you know, with Pastor Clark. You know, he when he first started off, he was doing almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he um, They came down, him and Sister Judy, and cleaned the church and stuff. And then people had to step in. You know, not this is beneath you because you're a pastor, but, you know, you need to be at home. You need to be studying for your message. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, you have a God-given job for this. Mm-hmm. Let me step in and help out. And I believe that's the same way. I, I can't do it all, and we're not supposed to. You know, yeah. God can do it all, but, sure. you know, we, I believe that's why the body's there. Some apostles, prophets, mm-hmm. evangelists, pastors, teachers, he's yes. given us yeah. all these things, you know, to help handle that load to uh so occasionally I can I can have a no. I, I, I can't help you with that, you know, or mm-hmm. I can try to help you, but you'd probably be better off if you went to this person because sure. they can do this a lot better than I can. Well, well said. Well, and I think one thing that you do well is um, you're able to 
say no when you can't you like when you need to so mm. one thing i i have never really been good at is saying no yeah. i am a yes person i'm a people yeah. pleaser um i want everybody to be happy mm-hmm. i want to be able to do whatever is needed and that is not always good because then you end up picking up things that don't belong to you that mm. might give way for someone else who has the ability yeah. to do it. Sure. So when you just hog all the yeses, mm-hmm. um, you're taking away a yes from someone else, yeah. uh, an opportunity to say yes. Someone um, to get their blessing. Right. Yeah. And so even just in, in not just in ministry, but in life um, altogether, you know, Thomas has this way of, you know, he can say yes if he has the time, if he has the ability, and then he can give a gracious no. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is okay, you know? And I think too, those boundaries give us the ability to serve God to our best and prioritize the mission that mm-hmm. he has called us to. Um, and if you're just taking all the yeses, <laughs> you know, mm. um, sometimes you can lose sight of that mission. You can lose sight of it because you're just too busy you know, doing all the things and not giving way to can't do one thing well, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. The, yeah. the the uh, jack of all trades, the master. If you're a of really none. great uh-huh. singer or musician, and you're spending all your time doing this instead of practicing. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, your your pastor's doing everything in the church. He he has to get involved in every single thing, and he's not spending his time praying and studying. Then you know he he can't properly help out. You know helping the saving of the souls or getting the other people in the church where they need to be to step up, you know, because we all there, there's one day that, you know, I've been doing youth for a lot of years, but there's one day that I I can't just continue doing the youth group forever, you know, be a 70 year old man. And, you know, the youth (laughs) going to be like, you know, nothing about about this side, you know, you're old. Yeah. (laughs) You little whippersnappers. I was born before the internet. What are you talking about? You know, and so there comes a time and, you know, it's hard. I think when, when you do a, job. I know this is probably off topic a little bit, but it is hard when you do a job inside the church and mm-hmm. you and to think about you got to train other people or yeah. or build other people up to one day take your position, yeah. to Work take what you've worked so job. hard for, right. mm-hmm. them to take it over for you and um it's, But that's the goal, right? But that is good the goal. Leaders raise Absolutely. good leaders. True. Absolutely. Yeah. True. Yeah, and I think in terms of saying no, and learning the boundaries for ourselves, you really have to understand yourself. And, and that's something that we are on a journey of doing. Um, you know, you have to have a, a solid understanding of your beliefs, of your values, of your habits, of your shortcomings. Yes. Um, mm. And I recently took a, it wasn't a personalities test. What was it? Character, character traits. I can't remember, but it, it gives you a top five out of, like 34 okay. or 37, I think. And and my top five, they were harmony, belief, empathy, arranger, and restorer. And I'm like, well, no wonder I have trouble saying no. Like, <laughs> I want to I wanna keep I want the peace. Yeah, I just need everything <laughs> to be okay. But then when you do that, you, you really set yourself up um, almost for failure because you can't do it all. And if you are doing it all, you're not doing anything well. Right. I can True. assure you because right. you're just stretched too thin. It's too much. Gets yeah. in the capacity. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to share something. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the disciples dialogue or not, but I want to share it now. Um, this, this is 
tied to uh, indirectly, but it is tied to pride um, to, to think that you can say yes to everything. And because I was dealing with this for a while, I was trying to get this whole pride thing out of me and praying God rid me of any pride. And, and uh, I was having a hard time, um, not because I thought I was better than people, and I, I couldn't really wrap my mind around it, exactly what it was, how to define it. And then one day the Lord spoke to me in prayer, and this is what he said to me, and it really changed how I view my life uh, and how I operate now. He said, your pride is not look at me, look at me, look at me. But he said, your pride is I can, I can, I can. It's mm, good. And, and so that really floored me, and I thought, you know, because I, I knew that I wasn't prideful. I knew I didn't think I was better than people. But the fact that I thought I can handle it all. That you can do it yeah. on Yeah, your I can own. just give it to me. I can do it. I can do I, I can do everything. I can teach Sunday school. I can I can preach. I can go mm-hmm. do this. I can evangelize. I can be a good father, good husband. Just give it to me. Because mm-hmm. if you put it in my hands, I'm going to do a fantastic job. That's what I thought. <laughs> and that's very, it's prideful. And it wasn't, I thought I could do it better than somebody. I just thought I could handle it. Yes. And I realized God had to show me, you can't handle it. You need to learn how to say no. And, and, and I think the way we say no is important because sure. if pastor comes to me and says, Hey, brother Teal, uh, can you do, can you commit to this one thing that's going to be biweekly or something like that? And if I just look at him and say, Nope, and walk away, <laughs> I'm not going to be teaching <laughs> well, next Sunday. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to be sat down on the pew until I can learn how to uh, be submissive and, and easy to work with. But at the same time, but if I go to him, and I say, Hey pastor, I appreciate the opportunity but I'm really working on my marriage right now, and I don't want to overcommit. I need to focus on my family, uh, and so I would like to politely decline the opportunity. But thank you. I think that that's going to go over a whole lot better oh, yeah. than just saying, no, I'm uh, good. Uh, give it to somebody else. So how we say no yeah. is very important yeah. as well. Right words are really powerful. That's mm-hmm. right. And, and it's important to, to do it well. Yeah. It is, and, and respecting other people's nose as well, right? Oh, yeah, talk about that. <laughs> it's hard enough to say no, but but then getting to a place in yourself where you're secure enough and confident enough to where if you ask somebody for help, whether you know if they're in a bind or not, and they have to say no, you've got to be able to respect that and understand that and, and even applaud them. I, I had somebody tell me no not long ago, and it wasn't for anything major, and I was like, I'm really proud of you <laughs> for knowing your limits right. and being able to tell me no. Yeah. I said, it's it's no big deal at all. Don't worry about it. No pressure. Thank you. Good job right. for telling me no. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so being able to accept the no from other people as well, I think is important. Very interesting. We don't we don't like no's. I don't, I don't, <laughs> people don't like to uh, receive a no. Yeah. You know, especially when you're asking somebody to do something, you want them to say yes, yeah. or else you wouldn't have asked them. But to receive a no properly is that's good. So another open ended question here: Where do you draw the line between? And I'm gonna throw some scriptures here at you. Um, not quoting them, but generally speaking, if someone asks you to walk a mile with them, walk two. Scripture says to do that. If someone asks you for your shirt, give them your cloak also. Or as much as you have, freely give. Where do you draw the line between those scriptural principles and creating a boundary? By saying no. So is it okay, or, or how do you do that? How do you say, well, I know the Bible says to to give all and to the poor and follow me. Jesus asked us to do that, right. but at the same time, 
I've got to feed my kids. <laughs> you know, I've got, we got to eat and pay rent and right. things like that. So where do, how do you draw the line? I think I want to answer this because yeah, I it. came across a scripture um, and I, it came to my mind. And so I was like, am I remembering this right? But it's in Proverbs um, 3, 27 through 28. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Mm. Say not unto thy neighbor, go and come again tomorrow and I will give when thou hast it by thee. So mm. it's, it's kind of like, you know, once you've seen you're responsible for some things, like yeah. once you know some stuff, you're responsible for it. So I think you have to think about, do you have capacity? Yeah. Do you have the time or can you make the time? Is it in your power to do it? Mm. Um, the other thing is, you know, when I think about, you know, okay, do I have time? Is it in my power? Um, if I'm going to say no, to whatever is being asked of me. Is it because I'm trying to stay in my comfort zone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, you know, am I, am I avoiding something? Right. And so I think you do have to have some insight. And like Ashley was saying, you know, I think you have to know yourself. You have to know your strengths. You have to know, you know, um, some things about yourself, be self-aware. But that's the, the, I think the questions that you need to ask yourself, do you have capacity do you have the time? Mm-hmm. Can you make the time? Is it in your power? Yeah. Mm, it's very good. Very good. Um, I think when I think about that, I, I, you're talking about capacity. Mm-hmm. Capacities, um, it's it's completely different. If I say no to something um, because it's not convenient for me yeah. uh, versus I, if I do this, it's going to cause harm or cause a need somewhere else. I don't believe that's God's desire for us to hurt ourselves to help someone else. Um, But as much as you have freely give, right? right? That's what Jesus said. Um, So uh, I I like that. Does anybody else want to chime in on that question? I thought that was a great answer. That was (laughs) kind of summed it up. But but then the other, yeah, the other thing I think um, when you think about, uh, was it Peter and John when they were going to the temple? Oh, yes. And they pass by the man who was oh, from his birth. Yeah, there so, you go. You know. At the gate called beautiful. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, and, and this is where I think, too, like I think about Jesus and all the boundaries that he set. Yeah. All he the ways boundaries. that he, I mean, yeah. he had boundaries, and you can tell so many times where, you know, he gave of himself, and then there's times that he went away, mm-hmm. and he pray. spent time yeah. in prayer, and, you know, just to rest, mm-hmm. you know. Um and he passed by this man probably many times. And so he gave the opportunity, you know, he couldn't do it all sure. in the time. And there's things that he needed to do. There, there was a purpose for his time on earth. And so he didn't heal every single person that he came nope. in contact with. Yeah. He didn't mm. do all of the things. And so he models these boundaries so well for us. But, um, you know, given the disciples an opportunity to um, be hands and feet and he pat they pass by this man and he's asking for alms and um uh they say, you know, silver and gold have I have none, none, but such as I have right. give I thee. And so I think that's just a really great way to to think about things like mm-hmm. what do I have to give mm-hmm. and what I don't have, like I'm just gonna be 
clear. I, I yeah. don't have it to do. I don't have it to give. I don't have whatever. But what I do have, if I have I'll it, give that to you. I'll give yeah. that to you. Okay, so I want to I want to say something about that because I, I agree 100%, and that's very, very good. But I think the trap that some people fall into is if someone is in need of food and they're asking for food, and if we're, you know, we judge them because we're flawed humans and that's what we do. We judge people uh, on face value. But if they are asking for food and we could say, well, if you just had a job, mm-hmm. you could buy your own food. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, or here's I'll what I'll do. I'll you. pray for you. That's yes. what the point yeah. I was going to get to. I'm not going to give you food, even that's what you're asking for, but I will pray for you. Yes. I don't think that that is being the church. Oh, no. uh, even though you're, you might go home and you might pray for them. If you can meet the need, the if physical need, that's what Jesus did it's so often. Ability to do yeah. exactly. If so, Jesus would oftentimes meet the physical need before he would be concerned about the spiritual need. Yes. So he fed the five thousands, but also then he preached to them. Right. Yeah, so, uh, but then once all Here's a the bag of food, and let me tell you about my Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Get your popcorn, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and let's talk I'll about. I'll feed you and tell you about Jesus. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I don't think that it's healthy or beneficial to anyone to to not meet a need, and and I know that. Some people have their own opinion about this, and, and I won't really delve into my opinion about it. But, uh, you know, if, it, if you pass a homeless person and they have a sign, and we all see them everywhere, people are in straits and, and they have circumstances. But if you see someone who has a sign and it says, I'm, I'm hungry, um, if your first response is to say, well, they're probably just drug addicts and they just want my money for drugs, and you don't help them, you may have missed out on entertaining an angel because the That's Bible right. says that we we entertain angels unaware. Yeah. That's right. And there's a whole testimony I could say. I won't go into it, but if, if you want to know, uh, I, that very thing has happened to Ashley and I before. Read a sign, uh, went to meet the need, and then something I believe truly miraculous happened. So you never know. And so I don't. I would say all that to say don't take for granted people's physical needs. They're important. Oh, absolutely. And I believe that's where we need to be in tune with God, because if our mind is correct, then we will see that, you know, we mm-hmm. won't just, oh, uh, they just want drugs, but our mind will be like, there's something a little bit different here. You sure. know, I, I, I need to give of myself, yeah. Yeah. you know, the Lord has blessed me, you know, I, I can bless this guy with some food or, yeah. you know, a little bit of money to help him down the road. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah very good. Um, I've got a couple more questions here. Um, it's been said, you can be so heavenly minded that you are no earthly good. Is that true? And if somebody wants to explain why you think that's true or not true, well, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Adrian's had many conversations since we saw this question, and you know, we we've kind of went back and forth, and I I believe we came to a consistence that you know. Um, it's a true statement, but it's also not true. Uh, so the short answer, I'll, I'll I think, let, is I'll, no. I'll let her start. And All then right. I'll jump in. This is good. <laughs> I'll in the start. grand scheme of things, the answer is no. But I think that sometimes, and, you know, so we can go back to the even just meeting the physical needs of people, um, then the spiritual. Um, I think sometimes we can be like, especially if you've been in, a walk with the Lord for any length of time, you are anxiously awaiting the day when, you know, we can make it to heaven. 
and we are we're thinking about it we're talking about it we're talking to our children about it we are we are making plans you know this this whole journey that we're on in our spiritual walks to to meet a reward Mm. that is heaven right he's gone to prepare this place for us and it is going to be beautiful and and there's so much to look forward to and i think sometimes within our own selves um, we can be thinking about making it to heaven one day so much mm. that we put ourselves there and we don't see and walk with people um, in the real world with their real problems, real mm. issues, real things that they are going through. And so I think, um, you know, in thinking about this question, I no, I, I think that we need to be out about our father's business. Um, but at the same time, like we need to, walk with people Mm -hmm. true and um you know sometimes that's not just you know just giving them the we need to give them the gospel like that is our mission that is what we're called to do we need to win souls but i think sometimes we can miss like just meeting people where they are Mm -hmm. and you know meeting their needs and and i think sometimes um, there are some people who are just so heavenly minded. They're they're thinking about going. They're there right now, yeah. you know. Yeah. That they just Ends they cannot be a, relatable. Yeah, true. Ends up becoming prideful. Then you know you're just yeah. stuck on yourself at that moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I had come across the scripture in Romans six and eight where it says, um, "For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace." Wow. You know, and I really think if they're if our minds is focused on if, if they're heavenly minded, then, you know, when you're driving by that person on the side of the road, you know, your mind ain't thinking, Oh, the, if they were not a slacker and go get themselves mm-hmm. a job or something, then they'd be able to eat. Cause your mind yeah. is focused on the things of the Lord. You're, you're looking for those opportunities. You're, 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 you're trying to be um, that help to everybody. Cause your mind is focused on the things of the Lord and, yeah. and not focused on, well, Oh, that guy, but you know, I got to make it to work. Cause you know, work is more important. And, sure. you know, I got to go do this and you know, the, the, you know, I got to make it down to the, to the church, you know, and, and put in a light bulb or, you know, something sure. to do when, if your mind is so focused on the heavenly stuff, mm-hmm. you'll take that time, that opportunity to, to help that person need and say, you know what? It doesn't matter if we if we go through this church service and there's a light bulb out, or right. we go through a full church service and you know maybe we didn't pick up all the you know nap the oh, tissues people <laughs> use or something. Yeah. It'll still be okay because people yeah. can still get saved no matter what. You know, so I, I think if our minds are more focused on those heavenly things, then you know I I believe that we're still earthly good because we are helping the people of the earth. We're doing the mission that we're sent here yeah. to do. Yeah. So you can't. You got to be careful not to misappropriate that scripture because if you if you take that scripture that you read in Romans and and apply that to say, um, you know, my mind is so on heaven and all I'm concerned about is just getting me to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. not what that scripture means. Right. No. Yeah. It, right. To be heavenly minded or kingdom minded is to do the will of our yeah. Father and His commission. will was souls. Yeah, right? That's right. So you're you will be heavenly minded if you consider the the hurting, the homeless, the hopeless. That's right. Yeah. And the helpless, um, so I, I think that that's you know how you understand the scripture. It's not just about me getting to heaven. Right. Of course, I want to go, right. but Lord, I want to take somebody yeah, with me. Take so some right. people with us for yeah. sure. Um, did you have something on that note that you had written down? Did you want to talk about? 
or no? Uh, no, no. Okay. It's just, I mean, a I great commission, right? We are called. It does us no good to to make sure we're only okay and not right. not care about other people and and meeting their needs and and like Adrian said, this is a you can't just. I mean, God can do miracles. We know that you can pray with somebody, but then even after He meets the miracle, the need. It's a journey. Like this is a lifetime journey. You have to walk with people. It's discipleship. Um, You know, you can't just buy them a meal and then never check on them ever again. Especially if they're local, if they're kind of coming to church here and there, you've got to, you've got to build those relationships and walk with people. Discipleship. Discipleship. I mean, that's, that's what makes people stick. Sure. Another, sorry. No, go ahead. Just another quick thought that came to my mind there was about the boundaries. You know, we're talking about, you know, focusing just on ourselves and not helping others. And I believe that's the good way with boundaries to set the boundaries. We don't also want to be so focused on helping everybody else Mm -hmm. that we turn around and our household is a mess. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you that old saying, I think Pastor Clark talked about, you know, the the woman on the phone talking to another woman, telling her how to raise her kids while pushing her kids oh. away with oh. her foot and hand, you oh. know, leave me alone. I'm telling this person how to yeah. deal with their wow. kids. It's mm. like you, if, you, if you can't make sure that your own family is saved, it's not my four and no more, yeah. but you can't just give everything and then not give it to your own family to make yeah. sure – you know, and then your whole family crumbles and you turn around like, but Lord, look what all I've done for the kingdom of God. And it's like, mm. yeah, but you didn't spend no time with your family. Yeah. yeah. You, and that's why Jesus you said, said yes that. on everything. And you didn't, you didn't make sure what your kids were doing. They're down there doing everything. You know, the, oh, I can't think of his name, but you know, uh, the, oh, the, who Samuel, who Samuel was given to uh, when he was born. Left them at the temple with, oh, oh but, you know, but you know, basically they were saying, you know, his kids are doing all these issues, you know, mm-hmm. all his kids are, you know, stealing from the church, doing all these bad things. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he, he was the man of God. He was the guy that's supposed to be running it all, but he wasn't even taking care of his own household. Yeah. So, you know, that. That was just another thought that came to yeah. my mind. Sure. And that's why Jesus said to worry about the moat in your own eye before you worry about the beam <laughs> the in your beam brother's. Another, that's right. right. Not that we don't want to help somebody with the beam in their eye, yeah. but you better make sure that you're, yeah. you can see clearly to do it. Or you just look like a hypocrite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ashley, I want to direct this question to you real quick. Um, what are the implications of not setting healthy boundaries? I mean, I, I kind of alluded it to it earlier you know, healthy boundaries, meaning too many or not enough, um, there will be consequences, right? Whether it's <laughs> destruction, that's such a big word, but, you know, there have been times where I have, I have fallen apart just because I did not have healthy boundaries in place, whether it means saying yes to too many things, um, getting too much on your plate, and then then you crumble and, and you're doing too many quote unquote works, but then you're not okay. Your household's not okay because right. mommy's not okay. Right. It's just, it's not a, a healthy situation. So if, if we're not balanced in mm-hmm. our boundaries, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. then, then other people <laughs> suffer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, our absolutely. children, our, our people that we're trying to reach people we're trying to disciple, they, they suffer mm-hmm. if we're not uh, balanced. Yeah. And boundaries are healthy. And 
and making sure your yeses are yeses and your nos are nos. Mm-hmm. You know, creating those those boundaries as well is super important. If you say yes, you better follow through. Yes. You better commit to it. And and if you say no, then let your no be no. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Cool. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the, you know, not setting healthy boundaries. Um, I believe uh, if you don't set them, then you burn out. You know, I, mm-hmm. I believe you can burn out. And when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about an exodus um, in chapter 18 when uh, Moses's father-in-law comes to him and he says, you know, Moses, why are you doing all this? Why is everybody coming to you for everything? Day in and day out, you're just sitting here, and they're all coming to you alone yeah. and, and giving it all to you. He's like, you ain't going to last, Moses. True. We you need you a may be row. the man of God. You may be the one God said in this place, but you ain't going to last. Mm. You're going to burn out. You're trying to do yeah. too much. He said, there's nothing wrong with you setting up other people. True. And other people can help out. You don't have to do it all. And, you know, it, it gets me thinking about the church. The pastor, he's the one, he's the shepherd over the sheep of that building. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have to do it all. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have to preach, teach, do everything. He can pass things out to other people mm-hmm. and so you don't burn out. And it's the same thing even in their lives. You know, I, I can't do it all. And, you know, I got my wife to help me out to do some stuff. And, you know, I, you know, we, we can pass out. So we pass the the everything out so we're not just burning ourselves yeah, out to where we're no word. we're no good yeah. for anybody at delegation that point. Yeah. delegation that's right yeah and and god told moses he said not only will it destroy you but it's going to destroy the people mm-hmm. yeah. so you you can't be a good steward or a good shepherd uh and try to manage it all on your own because you're going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt others yeah. and it's not like he stopped doing stuff he was there for all the big questions mm-hmm. said whatever y'all can't come up with answers for come to me but you don't have to bring me everything right this guy can tell you yes you can you can wear that color shirt you don't have to come to me you know we we these other people know the gospel too they can point you to where you need to go but you know i'm still there to help out yeah so setting those boundaries this is my line Mm -hmm. i'll work inside of here and then you work inside of these lines and together We'll get it all done. Stay in your lane. Stay, Stay in your lane. lane. Yeah, this is a good place for for all the listeners to to throw this in. Respect your pastor's boundaries, Amen. please. Yes. Uh, don't call your pastor and ask him if you can pray today. Just pray. <laughs> you know, you don't have to call your pastor and say, church "Can on I?" Sunday, yeah, can I invite someone to church? Just do it yes. uh, with within reason, right? There's certain things that we have to learn that. We don't have to go to our pastors for now. There's things that you better go to your pastor Absolutely. for, Amen. And and you've got to learn those boundaries. Uh, but we don't need to take petty nonsense to them, and we don't, especially not for recognition. Hey, pastor, I just wanted to call you and interrupt your family time to let you know that I picked up a piece of trash out of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, good for Can you. I get a pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. So Can you say my name from the platform on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Special things. Right. Terrible. Uh, that's, I just, I don't know. That's a pet peeve no. of mine. No, that's good. But we, we must learn uh, to respect others' boundaries, and I know Ashley talked about that earlier. Uh, I want to, to to mention this before we close out today. Uh, I'll take it back to the garden uh, one last time because I love the garden so much. Um, if As it pertains to sin, of course, 
Adam and Eve, they were told, don't, you know, you can do all these things, eat of all these trees, but just don't mess with the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Just don't do it. Don't, yes. don't partake of it. Cause if you do, you're going to die. God told them this. And, but the, the Lord kind of dropped this in my spirit when I was thinking about this and boundaries. If you get close enough to touch it, you'll consume it. Mm. Mm. If you get close enough to touch it. See, it, when God told them that, they should have, I, in my mind, they should have just said, you know what, we know the location of that tree. I'm not going within 50 trees of it. You know, you yeah. can't, they didn't have blocks or, you know. Right. Go get a bunch of rocks. Yeah. Pile it up, block this tree. Do something. <laughs> But the fact that she got close enough to touch it and she got close enough to look at it and ponder on it, like don't even go there. Pastor says it all the time. If you've got a problem with alcohol, don't go down the block with the ABC store. You know what I'm saying? Just don't do that. Create a boundary and say we're not even going close. Mm -hmm. Mm. Don't even go to a restaurant that sells alcohol, right? Right. Go to Taco Bell. Right. (laughs) Amen. I love Taco Bell. Yes, Shout out to Taco Bell. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not <laughs> no, no. Uh, but if you want to give us some free food, we'll yeah, be. we will take it. <laughs> so you know, there's so many there's so many things that come to my mind when you say that. Um, I think it was the psalmist that said, "I will set no wicked thing no before wicked my thing. eyes." Yeah. And and I think that you know, there's just some things that you just need to keep. Yeah. Out of your view, mm. you just need yeah. to keep it away. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 boundaries. So Ashley and I talked about it this week. We were talking about um, setting uh, timers, like oh, on yeah. our phones. Like, yeah. okay, we don't want to spend so much time on social media, or mm-hmm. you know, just on our phones. Just you know, we're already doing so much. It's a computer in your pocket. Yeah. Um, so setting these um, time restrictions to access certain apps and you know I, I think it's it's a great thing but th- it also gives an allowance mm-hmm. so once you've met your your allotted time you can actually lower that boundary mm-hmm. and you can have access for a minute 15 minutes or you can say you know what just ignore this limitation for the rest of the day sure and so I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I mean, I know there's times where I have to maybe, um, you know, I don't know, get on social media for something. You know, someone says, hey, can you take a look at this, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I've done that. But I, I really, really try hard to not lower that thing because I, there is a reason why I set that boundary for <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. And there really isn't a great reason to lower that boundary. Um, that I've set. So mm. I think you just have to be mindful of the things that um, you are weak in and then set your boundary and then don't cross it. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very good. Right. Yeah. Very good. I mean, you know, and that's in all things. I mean, let's a boundary. Um, you know, we work, most of us work in, you know, different workplaces and stuff. You know, it wouldn't be good, even though I love my wife. And I plan on spending my whole life with her. It's not good for me to go out to lunch with, you know, some lady at work, just me and them by ourselves. I mean, even though there may be nothing there, that's how problems end up coming down the road. You know, don't let your good be evil spoken Mm -hmm. of. Even if nothing ever happens, you know, bad things come your way. Um, You know, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be holy and acceptable in your sight. Yeah, Yeah, so good. You know, just... You got to set those boundaries. There yep. may be some, 
nothing that ever comes of it, but maybe something happens. You know, you mm-hmm. don't go. Uh, we've always been told, you know, don't go to work, and you know, I'm gonna tell the lady at work all the bad things that my wife done. Oh, and she doesn't fix me a meal. And, <laughs> do you know what that happens? That eventually they'll be like, oh, I do. But you know, you. but you know, no, my wife is great, and I'm just saying that's that's you not better clean you, that yeah, up. Yeah. Well, forgive me, yeah, but, it's okay. It's because okay. then immediately will be like, well, you know, if you know, oh, that's so bad. You know, mm-hmm. I would always cook you a dinner yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Then the devil is a liar. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh, beguiling. You know, it's like it <laughs> keeps digging in a little bit more. It's because you didn't set Ooh, boundaries. That's yeah. good. Boundaries. It's really good. Yeah. So I want I want to share something quickly with you guys. Um, it, it happened like last week uh, <laughs> so to I'm me. Over here giggling as he's saying. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're telling the story about you know not going out to eat with some other woman that's not your wife or whatever. Well, I had a uh, someone from the county in the area where we work uh, reach out to to me as the plant manager, and, and she was like, hey, we want to work with you guys. We want to do this. That. And so she wanted to schedule a meeting. And so she's emailing me. I've never heard of this woman before. And uh, she emailed me, and she was like, hey, why don't you, you and I just go to the Starbucks uh, together and we'll sit down over, you know, have a drink and, 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 and we can talk and all this stuff. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't tell her that, but instantly it came Your out of my was mouth. A little bit, the finesse was there. Yes. Right? there was, you were being heavenly minded, right? Oh yeah. I said, absolutely not. And I said, we will do a zoom meeting and, uh, and, and that will be the extent of that, but it's a boundary, right? I, I know, and my wife, I think, trusts me, and absolutely. and I trust myself. I don't, yeah. I don't have a fear of doing. But don't let your good be evil spoken. You said that, exactly. and so I could go out and be innocent enough to have a, a coffee and talk business with some woman. But if somebody who sees me mm-hmm. walking by says, "Oh my, did you see Brother Teal was <laughs> at, with some other woman?" That's not his wife. <laughs> so it can be perceived in a in a way that is not. And so I set that boundary, and yes, I said, absolutely right. not. We will do a Zoom meeting. So me and my wife will meet you there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you can take me. Party Are you buying? Free. Are you buying? Me and my yeah. wife will show yeah. up there. Yeah, so, but that's important. Yeah. It's so it important, and I, important. And I realized that. Uh, and so, so many people, uh, and, and the devil, you said it, he, he beguiled. Uh, you know, that's what he does. He's slick. Mm-hmm. And so, he'll, he'll creep in unawares, and, yeah. and he'll, little bit by little bit. Yeah. What I love about that is, he he went to her and tried to be God. I don't know where Adam was at. Obviously, he had to not be too far away because she got him to mm-hmm. eat. Yeah, yeah. Right. But right. it gets me thinking about the disciples too. When Jesus sent them out, he didn't send them out alone either. Right. Mm-hmm. Send them in, in pairs of twos. Sure. It was like maybe if this one is getting a little bit of devil yeah. poking on them, be like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. You, know, you know what we're sent here to together. do. Yeah. You know what yeah. Jesus told us to do. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, yeah. Stay I, the I'll course. do a little better. Two yeah. is better you know? than one. So other people can help us stay. Inner boundaries, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. and you've got to allow someone to do that. You've got to have somebody at your table who can speak in your life and say, yes. "You're being an idiot right now. Don't do that." <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit nicer. Yeah, maybe a little bit nicer. <laughs> well, it depends. It Sometimes depends. <laughs> <you> gotta, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus looked right at Peter. You know, you're, yeah. you know, he right. told him flat True. out. You know, called him the right. devil. Yeah, devil. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Sometimes, like, Wait a Thomas, if I call you the devil, it's only in love. It's in love. I feel that. Maybe maybe that's where my my youth pastor that maybe, maybe that's why he beat me up so much. Yeah, he was, he was doing love. it out of love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love to you. Beat the pastor Holy Ghost Bailey. into you. 
But Ashley, how many times, you know, just in all these years of our friendship and raising kids together and all this stuff, like how many times have we bounced stuff off of each other? Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking I'm needing to set this boundary yeah. mm. and you know, there's, there's questions and you're trying to, you know, get an understanding of, yeah. of where we're trying to go or, you know, what we're trying to do. And then, you know, you offer, you know, your wisdom and, you know, there's, there's just so much good when you can get someone, like you said, sitting at your table mm-hmm. who knows you, mm-hmm. who knows your intentions, um, and to just be able to speak into your life yeah. and, you know, to, to give that, that, you know, that guidance or to just say, you know, that is a really good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, someone that's in your life that says, you know, okay, maybe, maybe you need to reconsider this thing. Like maybe you should be thinking about this a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And a good friend will do that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Not just tickle your ears Mm -hmm. for what you want to hear, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. also just, you know, just to put it all out there. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard Ashley say it many times before. We'll be up against something or need to, trying to make a decision and she'll look at me and she'll say, I need to call my friend. And I know who she's talking about. I know <laughs> she's talking about. Adrian. She, she said, I need friend. to call my friend. You get she's all my, my junk too. You get mine too. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. We've got to have people like that in our lives. Yeah. And and we have, you know, I think we all have a variety of friends and you and you have those friends that you're close to, but you also know that they're always going to be super friendly and gung ho for whatever you say. Right. And it's like I love you. Your thank yes you. But <laughs> I know people I can go yeah. to and I can be like, look, man, I was thinking about uh, jumping off a cliff. They'd be like, dude, dude you should it. do that. <laughs> that so I'm all for it. You, <laughs> you got to have you, both. Yeah. Can I tape you doing that? Oh, my. Yeah, for sure. You we, got to have both. You have to have both. Yeah. Yep. So I, I think we have boundaries in our family. We have boundaries in our friendships. We have boundaries at work, boundaries in social media, all walks of life, everything that we do. We have to have boundaries. We can't, we can't do, because we can't do God's part. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. pastor says all the time, if we do our part, mm-hmm. God will do his part. Yeah. So we can't get into God's part. Yeah. You know, true. Sometimes we like to do so much. We, we want to, we want to do what only God is there to mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. let God know. be God. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So I think it says, I think it's in Matthew, maybe chapter 11, where he talks about Jesus said, for my yoke is easy. Mm-hmm. My burden is mm-hmm. light. You know, if, if we're, if I think if we're feeling too beat down, you know, we're saying yes too many times, you mm-hmm. know, the burden seems too hard, then I believe we're, we're not giving, lifting it up as we started off from the beginning. We're yeah. taking it, but not lifting it up. True. Cause Jesus, Jesus's yoke is easy. His burden is light. Yeah. We, we shouldn't be bound down too much. So. True. True. Yeah. Very good. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation talking about boundaries with you all. Um, it has truly been a blessing, and I believe that the hearers will be blessed as well to to be able to apply healthy boundaries in their lives. And so, Brother Thomas, would you, I'm going to leave the final word to you final in closing. Word. You get the final <laughs> word today. Uh, and so leave our it listeners with, with some kind of a word <laughs> <laughs> to encourage he just, them. He just cut his eyes at his wife. Uh, yeah. There will be repercussions. Oh, my <laughs> I should have said a boundary. Well, I, you know, I, I just hope everybody takes from this and just understands, you know, where where to set their boundaries at, and uh, you know that boundaries are needed. We can't do it all. 
you know, to trust our church members to, I guess we talked about, you know, get those people in your life, those people that can speak truth to you, to, to help you out, to bounce ideas off of, you know, um, and I believe if we set the good, healthy boundaries, you know, then we'll not just be healthy in our own life, but we'll also be a blessing to others. We'll get the mission completed that God has given us to do. We'll see souls saved. We'll see our churches grow. We'll see miracle signs and wonders because we're not bound down with the things of the world, but mm. we're keeping ourselves healthy and safe. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, Thank you for that last word. It was very good. And thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode on boundaries. Apply healthy boundaries to your life today. We're praying for all of you. Be blessed in Jesus' name. God bless you.